Hi, I'm Big Nakuma. And I'm Audio Nerdy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Rusty. You're so dedicated <laughs> to fucking me over in this intro that you can't even focus on yourself. Ooh. I'm Audio Nerd 64. And we are your gamer friends. Gamer, gamer friends. Gamer friends, gamer. Gamer friends. Who is Ember Mark. What song? Mm. Don't admit it on my Cosmic? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, it's go, Cosmic. Y'all should listen to Amber Mark. It's very good music. Listen, I'm pissed because my friend that usually tells me when Amber Mark music comes out mm-hmm. had my old number. So I so, found this organically, mm-hmm. sent it to her. She said, LOL, wrong number. And then told me later when I corrected her, actually, this is my number, that she sent <laughs> she sent the album to me when it came out mm-hmm. and just sent it to me again being like, ha ha, look what happened. So you didn't update your friends on your new number is what you said. T- that's how I'm reading that situation. Um, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So who's the, who's the, who's the bad friend here? I didn't say anyone was a bad friend. Ooh. Cut the cameras. No, you're right. Uh, Okay. Gamer friends. We've been, you know, not, not here. Depressed. Well, for now. (laughs) During Pride Month. Isn't that... That's sad. Just... It's the saddest. Here's the thing, though. You are going through a lot that very soon you'll be able to talk about. Yes. Very soon. Perhaps even the next episode. Maybe. We'll see. It depends on when you get it done. That's true. That's true. Anyway. Anyway. I'm excited for you to be able to talk more about that. In the meantime, we hope you enjoyed the throwback. We're going to get into another different episode Mm -hmm. today. Mm -hmm. We're not going to do Nerddom. We know that Ms. Marvel came out. We love it. It is so good. Can we talk about how the MCU hates Black Americans? Everyone else gets vibrant representations of their culture, and we get respectability politics and a Negro with an American flag shield. And Carl Lumley not using the N-word. Ridiculous. (laughs) Absolutely ridiculous. Um, I just wanted to call him a nigga one Just one. They ain't let no nigga be Captain America. That's all I needed. Please. Just once. They couldn't even give me that. But we have fucking Barack Obama show running. (laughs) So God knows we're not going to get anything insightful about black people (laughs) said on purpose. Uh, I hate it. I'm so mad. But I'm I'm happy. I'm thrilled for the Desis. So happy for y'all. I love that we're talking about partition. I love that we're talking about uh, things other than the change in powers, finally. But we'll get to that in the next episode. We'll we talk about it. We'll talk about it. Also, Obi-Wan. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. There's a reason we haven't talked about it. Hmm. We're also not going to talk about <laughs> the games that we've been playing, largely because we've been playing the same games. But also... It's like, it's like comfort food, you know? It's we, like, have a, we have a lot to discuss it's been like three weeks ish for the most part. Yeah. Kind of. You're rounding down. Thank you for the patience. <laughs> we, I mean, we don't, we don't take it for granted because, like, we sincerely don't. 
But we know it's episode 99. We know 100 is next. And we also know that a lot of game presentations have taken place over the last few weeks. Presentations is a kind word, I think, for... Hmm. And (laughs) we have some incredible unionization news that I really wish we could have talked about in the moment. But you know what? Mental health (laughs) comes first. Gotta come first every time. So we'll get into those things in depth. We're going to skip the other segments. So it'll almost be like an E3 episode because it would have otherwise been. been. Oh, you're right. I like that framing. Mm. That's good framing. Mm -hmm. You know what? God bless. God bless. Anywho, we're still going to, you know, log on with the normal stuff. A bunch of games came out. We should talk about them. Or at least mention them. I mean, that's why we're here. We're just going to mention them, actually. Okay. I don't have strong feelings about any of them. No. No. Sniper Elite 5, where you get to be a sniper. An elite sniper. And I guess the fifth one. Yeah. The fifth elite sniper. Seems like it's doing well, so I hope you guys enjoy it. Roller Champions by Ubisoft has come out. It's basically roller derby if it was set up like Rocket League. Yeah, no, I mean, it looks cute. Uh, I'm assuming that uh, a lot of the stuff from Shredders probably... Not Shredders. Oh, my God. Uh, I damn forgot the name of that game. Oh, no. It was with Autumn and the snowboard and the skiing and the mm. flying... Mm. Mm-hmm. Damn. Anyway, similarly to this game, whose name I cannot remember and don't care enough to look it up... <laughs> This is a game that... Uh, Spent money on that game. Did you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is what that, you know, if the friends want to play it and it's on sale, sure. Kind of one of those. Industria, which looks like a first-person shooter. I have actually not heard about this, really. Mm-hmm. Um, the trailer looked interesting, Probably not something I'm going to pick up unless it comes out on Game Pass. Which maybe it did. Every game is on Game Pass. Did you forget? Mm. It's the best value in gaming. Mario Strikers Battle League. Mm. For Mm -hmm. all of you people who are too queer to play FIFA. (laughs) (laughs) Happy Pride. (laughs) Alex says it's good. Not that Alex is queer. But, uh, you know, he's playing it. He's enjoying it. We did a raid last night. He was talking about it. Sounds fun. I might. I could fuck with Mario Strikers. I've never played a Mario Strikers game. There's a bunch of games that I would play on the Switch if they landed in my lap. Right. It's just that I don't really want to spend all that money. It's a lot of money. On but something like, that I might not play all that long. Right. It, it, right. It's not cheap. If we were not in a pandemic and we were having like gaming parties and people were coming over to play multiplayer games. Absolutely. Perfect. We would love Worth to get the it. investment. Now, with just us, I don't know about that. But Mario, look, they, they, they make good sports games. They do. They make great they do. sports games. I just don't want to play them online. Fair. Fair. Oh, my God. Nintendo should be. <laughs> the Ooh. Quarry has come out. It is basically the new Five Nights at Freddy's. Horror, something not for me. Yeah, I have fun with that one. But y'all should really enjoy. I'm I'm hearing wonderful things about it from people who enjoy being scared. <laughs> also, by the time you hear this, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Shredder's Revenge, 
will have arrived, including on Game Pass. Very exciting. So, I mean, this is not a game that I would have played on my own. I wouldn't Mm -hmm. have spent money on this. Just Mm -hmm. because, like, don't get me wrong, I love Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but not that much. Yes. Uh, I used to. Really? I was a big Power Rangers kind of kid. I wasn't allowed to watch Power Rangers, but I was allowed to watch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Explain that. Why are you not allowed to watch Power Rangers? Inconsistency. (laughs) (laughs) That's an interesting... Ignorance. Who knows? All the Power Rangers were gay. I'm just gonna... (laughs) Maybe that's why. Maybe that's why, but like, they're they're definitely all gay, so... Ooh, Spongebob got clocked in my house. I think I've said that before. Yes. No, we were allowed to watch Spongebob. No. That was under the sea, limp-wristed Oh my God, the the clam was a collager. (gasps) Oh my God. That's beautiful. It is beautiful. Anyway. uh, Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna play this game because... I have access to it, so... And a lot of people are very excited about it in the Discord. Yes. If you want a group of people to play with, you better get <laughs> in the Discord. Link is in the show notes. You better get in the Discord. <laughs> Don't miss that train. Okay. Before we get to the big studio stuff that happened, I just want to talk about two things that came out over the course of the past few weeks that I found really interesting. And any other week, I would love to talk about them more. First of all... Lego is making a Super Smash clone, (laughs) just like the WB, just like Nintendo. Curious if they will figure it out. I've seen some gameplay from the WB one, and it seems to be better than the Nickelodeon one. People had a higher opinion, apparently, of the WB version versus the Nickelodeon version. And now we have a new one to (laughs) potentially try out. I... We need to find, like, an expert in Smash because those people exist. I don't know what the... Like, they even talk about, well, it has, like, this obscure feature in it. I'm like, the fuck are y'all talking about? Well, (laughs) we'll we'll have to find someone. Also, a book is coming out that, in part, is discussing... Sony and Marvel and that whole journey. Mm. And apparently... Activision wasn't using the franchise properly, utilizing the franchise properly. And it got shopped around. And the first fucking stop was Xbox. And they said, no, we could have had Spider-Man on Xbox as an Xbox exclusive, but it was before Phil Spencer got in there. It was the idiot before him. And so it was (laughs) like during the worst possible time frame... (laughs) For them to ask, because Phil Spencer would have said yes. Phil Spencer would have said he gets on Game Pass. Everybody is getting on Game Pass. Here's the thing, Here's the thing, though. The controller for the PS5 is so good that I'm I'm happy with how things ended up. Because I would absolutely prefer playing Spider-Man on a PS5 controller than on an Xbox controller. They they really need to fix. The controller. They need to step up the game. They need to get caught up. I hated that pun so much. And I hate how you were ready to just move on from that. Oh, it was a pun. Whether whether it was intentional or not, it was a pun. It was unintentional. It was that doesn't matter. Impact over intent. Uh (laughs) fuck. (laughs) Um, yeah, man. I just I wish I liked playing PlayStation games more because that's a good ass controller. Oof, Lord. 
Mm-mm-mm. Well, let's mm. get into some other big news. Probably the most important thing we're going to talk about today, actually. Yeah. Raven QA has successfully managed to become the very first Game Workers Union in North America and at a AAA studio. Brav fucking the. Love to see it. Like, it's incredible news. It means so much for the industry. There are so many other places that are very openly talking about unionization now. And mm. on top of that, they got a huge win by the CWA where Microsoft has entered into an agreement. They're not going to fuck with the union. It's like on paper, they're not going to mess with the union. Love that. The acquisition of Activision Blizzard is not going to interrupt union negotiations because that is the next step. Right. They're a union now, officially, they're recognized, but they have to negotiate a contract. Yeah, that contract got to change. And some things is coming out. That will take probably a year yeah. minimum. Generously, yeah. So the acquisition process is certainly going to be complete by the time they have a contract, probably, mm. anyway. So it's really good news that Microsoft is not only agreeing to not fuck with that process, but also has entered into an agreement with the CWA where they will not mess with anyone who decides to unionize. That is what mm. they have agreed to. So it's possible that any Microsoft studio or Activision Blizzard studio can certainly with much more ease than Raven QA be recognized. I don't know if they mean that they'll do voluntary recognition. Like, (laughs) they're certainly not inviting people to unionize. But I think it's a really big fucking deal. So I'm putting the link into the show notes. Please read this article. Understand where this is going. I'm still very dedicated to having some kind of uh, long-form discussion or narrative episode focused on the unionization process and specifically the impact on game studios. So look out for that in the far future. Not, Not anything that I have coming up in a few weeks, but it's something that I'm really passionate about and I'm really excited about. This is thrilling, thrilling news. And... Just, oh, congratulations. It's just so fucking great. Woo! Every workplace should be unionized. Unionize your fucking workplaces. Please. Period. Sony, state of play. (laughs) Sony's state of play. This was cute. Uh, Yeah. I enjoyed it, even though there's a lot of devilry. Um, We got a... That's what we need to have a damn discussion about. All these, it was it was just it was just blood and guts and see. Gore. This one wasn't even as bad as Summer Games. I think no, you're talking about. Summer I'm talking games. about Summer Games, but I'm just saying it feels like a theme. It was disgusting. It like throughout all of them, people are sick. Wrong? People, we are sick. There is a lot of therapizing that needs to go on. Y'all can still go outside, like go get some fucking fresh air, <laughs> some sun. Jesus. Anyway. It was shocking. Um, <laughs> the amount of stuff in Summer Games. But we'll get there. We're talking about Sony right now. So they're doing a remake of Resident Evil 4, which seems obvious. They've done all of the other ones so far. Um, and they've all been pretty well received. So great for them. 
Spider-Man is also getting remastered. And specifically, it's being remastered for PC. Which is great for me because, well, I don't know if I'll be able to afford a now affordable, quote-unquote, graphics card. But, you know, they're normal prices again. I would play Spider-Man on a PC. Why can't you just play on the PlayStation? Because it's... You play Destiny a lot. What am I supposed to do? Move the PlayStation? Yeah. Really? I don't want to do that. Well, I guess I could. That would be the cheaper option. Jesus. Um, (laughs) Horizon Forbidden West got New Game Plus and a bunch of other new cool weapons and things like that. I do plan on going back and doing New Game Plus. I didn't do New Game Plus for the original game. I can't wait to do it for this. Especially with the new weapons. I want to go back to that world. I'm just not in a rush because I did experience it. I'm going to wait for there to be a little bit of a lull. You experienced it. I don't think y'all realize (laughs) that when Nick plays these narrative games, he plays these narrative games. That's all I'm doing. That's all he's doing. I don't really do anything else. It's like as close you can get to no-lifing something with with having a job. Like, and I'd be knowing. I'd be like, all right, did you go take a walk today? Did you go get some sun today, nigga? Because you've been sitting. It's been quite the narrative experience, okay? (laughs) Eat a vegetable. (laughs) Touch some grass, nigga. Damn. Well, soon enough. I'll (laughs) I'll be back. I'll be back there. Um, However, for the first time in a long time, I have been shown something that is causing me to have a desire to purchase not only new hardware, but specifically virtual reality hardware. Oh, my God. Which is just not something that I care deeply about. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's expensive. It's cumbersome. I get that there's some cool games that have come out for VR, but, like, anything that are life-changing? Like, I have to go buy $500 worth of equipment for this? I don't think so. No. However. However. that I guess that has changed now. Horizon Call of the Mountain? That shit looks good as hell. That looks so fun. And all of the different movements and stuff you have to do with your hands and you're climbing shit and you're getting attacked. And it's, You know what was, what's really bad about it? I'm excited for you and I can't wait for you to play it. But secretly, I just can't wait to have a VR headset in the house for me to just mooch off of. Cause that to is, play what? Um, Beat nigga, I don't... <laughs> Is cool. Um, it's good exercise. I'm not making fun of it. That's probably, literally the only one that I can think I of. I would probably do the, the Arkham one. Arkham? Got, didn't Batman get a VR? Did it? I'm pretty sure. Is it out on PS VR? See, we don't even know. You don't even know. I'm singing to cover the fact that I'm typing. Call something. them out looks real good though. Oh, I don't think it's available on PlayStation. <laughs> Call the Mountain looks real good, though. And <laughs> I will say... No, it is. It is. It's in the Horizon world, and that's what I'm most excited about. It's not about Aloy. It's not about the main cast. It's some random person. We who love that. is having their own adventure. That's what I love about that world, that it feels so alive to me, and it's so clear that these other people are also alive and mm. are also experiencing things love that, that I'm not experiencing. So, super hype for that. Although, I don't think that we got a date. <laughs> PSVR 2 doesn't have a date either. So, oh, we don't even right. know when, when the headset's coming out. They need to get on those, like, mm. omnidirectional treadmills, too. Like, I just need to... 
look, if I'm gonna be stuck in a house for forever now, give me a reason. God damn, give me a reason. The Callisto Protocol got debuted. There was more of it in Summer Games Fest, but we might as well just cover it here. These are the Dead Space folks after EA said that they don't want to make good Dead Space games anymore. <laughs> they pieced out, they created their own studio, and this is their first game, the Callisto Protocol. It's just Dead Space 4, basically, For with a different name. Yeah. I think it looks disgusting. Oh, Absolutely. But there was some really cool environmental combat that they showed off at the Summer Games Fest trailer where you're using things like industrial fans and potentially getting caught in industrial fans, things like that. So I think that that aspect of it is very interesting, even though I will never play it. Mm -hmm. So, oh well. Rollerdrome was also revealed. This is for people who were like, oh, the roller derby game from Ubisoft sounds like fun, but I want more violence. Mm. This Mm -hmm. is... Roller skating with guns. With guns. Very American. What <laughs> What else could you ask for? It looks it looks interesting. Yeah. There was some anime nonsense. <laughs> there was, was Resident <laughs> Evil for VR. <laughs> I don't get what's funny. Anime nonsense. It's just funny to It's me. anime nonsense. <laughs> I feel like that that might offend somebody. Like we, I'm sure we have an anime, anime fan? Yeah. <gasps> not I'm sorry. You, not you offending the weebs and the <laughs> damn. That's rough. Not you using the slur for anime. Oh, weebs. That's not a. That's not a slur. That slur. They think it is. Really? No, but it would be funny if they did. Oh no. Well, send all your comments. We have a feedback channel in the Discord. <laughs> I want to know. Actually, I want to know. I actually now I'm gonna I'm gonna actually just ask people: Is is this a slur? <laughs> There was something that came out recently (laughs) where I forget what video game company this was, but they used like all these blurred out examples of things that they've heard on their comms that they don't want players to do anymore. And it was like an anti-toxicity thing. Uh And they included the word twink. (laughs) 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 Twink is a slur. Oh, oh, Only God. during Pride Month it is. Every other. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Um, Final Fantasy 16, which I'm not considering anime nonsense. Uh, sure, but it's, also... it's adjacent enough for you because you're not going to play this. That's correct. <laughs> so let's... Street Fighter 6 got revealed. I am so... Say it. I'm excited because I do love fighting games, Mm -hmm. but I am so bad at fighting games. Like, there is, like, inevitably, I will pick it up, I will play it, and then I will hit a wall because I'm like, damn, I learned, uh, like, enough movesets to not be a fucking loser on this character, and then that's it. And then Hmm. you're like, oh, now I have to learn different movesets for different characters. I'm tired. That's so hard. I'm going to go shoot a gun. It's easier. I'm so sorry. It's not like just learning the shit. It's just fighting games are fucking difficult. Ugh. Fighting games are difficult. Why and Sonic that? Fox needs the, the accolades. They deserve all of the accolades for being so good at all of them. Um, mm. I'm not an industry fighter. I've always been more of a Tekken person. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> but uh, one of them looks thick as fuck, so that was nice. 
Um, two niggas coming to PlayStation. There was a game called Season, A Letter to the Future that looked really interesting. It was an indie title, but it's also coming out on PC. So I'm thinking that is probably where I would play this. Yeah. It was not really clear what kind of game it was. At least I didn't get the sense mm. that it was clear. But I'm excited to see more. The art style is very interesting. Um, and there's a Black woman protagonist in it. We love that. Finally, for this showcase, Stray, the cat game. I just keep calling it the cat game. It's the cat game. It's the cat game. That's that's what it is. That's what it is. You're I didn't cat. know there were robots in it. Yeah, there's robots. And you're a cat. You're running around. It kind of remi- The vibe reminds me of that one... Uh, was it Death, Sex, and Robots episode with the cat and the two robots? I never somehow? watched that. I don't know if I can recommend it. You can't. You told me it was bad. I did. I said it was bad. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, it got another season, so. I've heard the new season is kind of good, but you told me it was bad, so. I never watched the new season. I was. I said the first season was not that great. Mm-hmm. And they were, anywho, whatever. The cat game is coming. Uh, I want to play this one. I would like to play the cat game. And in, like, the biggest news, it's coming for no extra cost to people who are PS Plus members. Which we are not. Well, we could be for, like, a few extra dollars. Fair. I would do it just to play this. play the cat game? Yeah, just to play the cat game and then downgrade again. (laughs) Give me that free tier. (laughs) (laughs) It's not free, but it's it's not that expensive. Um, I will say... In other Sony news, they're kind of getting dragged. I don't know why. Well, because their PS Plus catalog kind of sucks. And Digital Foundry did a whole thing about their streaming of old games. And apparently the quality is literally worse than the consoles they debuted on. Like, you might as well just dig out a PlayStation 2. Because you'll have a better experience. Yeah. It's not great. People are not thrilled with the catalog. They're not thrilled with the performance. It's just really not a Game Pass competitor as far as I'm concerned. I want more for them. I want more for y'all PlayStation players. I feel like y'all should riot or something. You skipping ahead to the showcase? What? Riot. Oh! (laughs) JK, we're not. We're not there yet. Oh. We're not there yet. Um, (laughs) One last thing about Sony, I just want to say, Mm -hmm. this is very likely the last Gamer Friends podcast that is going to be recorded and produced in a country where people who need abortions have unregulated access to them across the country. And first of all, I just want to say, fuck every single Republican, every single anti-choice person, every single centrist Democrat that led us to this moment. Fuck every single person in Congress that is not willing to codify a right to choose in federal law. And especially fuck PlayStation for sending out that dumbass, lukewarm, middle of the road, we're not going to talk about abortion, we're only going to talk about video game statement. That is the kind of complicity with the slow, creeping fascism that is taking over this country that is going to be the end of us all. These companies need to stand up, like Bungie actually did, and affirm that people who need abortions deserve healthcare. Healthcare is deserved by everyone And this shit is absolutely fucking insane that we're going backwards at such an accelerated rate. Fuck the Supreme Court. Preemptively. It's not funny. I just like, it's almost like a Game of Thrones monologue 
you know, like the niggas <laughs> is talking and then the camera slowly creeps in on someone. And then by the time that you're halfway into it, you're like, oh, they're giving a monologue. They're doing their Shakespeare thing right now, which mm. is great. Mm. That's how I feel every time. Um, and I always come away at the end of a, you know, soliloquy or one of these being like, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, you're right. That was good. Hmm. Well, so that's how I feel. One through six. I mean, they did a lot less acting. <laughs> In the last couple of seasons of Game of Thrones, you know, now y'all know the real ones now. Anyway, uh, whew, Jesus. All right, uh, Summer Games Fest. Summer Games Fest. It was ass. It was mid at best. I think you're too old to use the word mid. <laughs> That's what I think. I think. I think. Fuck you. I think anyone over thirty should not be using the word mid. So, you know what. Who am, am I wrong? Feedback Let me put it in the Discord. Look at the show notes. Let me put it this way: <laughs> Jeff Keeley missed, and he missed publicly, and I find that funny. And I don't miss. I'm like a ninja in the corner, and when I and I'm cut your head off. We've been watching Housewives of Potomac. It's so good. It's very good. <laughs> it is very good. Sorry for that. This one one listener understood that reference, and thank you. I hope it's literally Giselle. I hope Giselle is listening to Game Friends <laughs> in her car. Can you please hook us up with Robin? Because we love, we Robin. love Robin. I want to be best friends with Robin I'll Dixon. Be best friends with Robin Dixon. Hopefully she doesn't do anything in the later seasons that we haven't seen. I know. Oh, my God. I just, I have faith. I have, Robin has been my rock. She's a real one. Why? Yes. Okay, we're not, we can't. We, we can't, can't turn we this can't, into it. No. no. Street Fighter we already talked about. <laughs> Aliens, Dark Descent. This is one of the 300 sci-fi horror games that got debuted or announced or whatever during Summer Games Fest. The entire thing was so bloody and so gory and so disgusting. I... I I was was actually kind of shocked. If you're legitimately into those types of games, you're going to have a blast, I guess. Absolutely. But I'm not. So roughly half of the showcase I thought was boring (laughs) and like just not for me. And I don't think that there were any, like, groundbreaking big announcements or whatever. Like, this is what you're replacing E3 with? I don't think so. Like, Jeff Keighley could have put a final nail in the coffin of E3, and instead he is opening the coffin back up and giving them an opportunity to jump out. He's like, well, well, just kind of, like, looking down on them, like, "Mm, should we? I don't know, man. Anyway, <laughs> Aliens Dark Descent. Um, it wasn't a gameplay trailer. At the very end, you saw what looked like Diablo-esque isometric gameplay, which I wouldn't have fucking guessed based on the trailer. Right. Like, we're <laughs> over cinematic trailers as far as I'm concerned. We need to I, move beyond We them. do, because the cinematics don't be matching up with the... Like, no. There's, and there is no way you can make a cinematic trailer that... I, that I think would convey that something is like you know isometric or whatever, or like any like the the Marvel Midnight Sun shit. You and can you, do it. You just have to do both. I need to mm, also see yeah. gameplay yeah. if you're gonna lead with a cinematic trailer. Yeah. Otherwise, I feel like at this point it's just deception. Anyway, who knows actually what kind of game it is, but it's gonna come out at some point. We already talked about Callisto Protocol. Um, we're still. 
kind of not talking about Activision Blizzard. I don't know how to handle it at this point because well, we could we could talk about them now because they the unionized. internal they unionized and also the internal Activision Blizzard investigation team determined that there was no misconduct done by Activision Blizzard. Mm. So like it's fine now. Mm. Mm. I'm gonna hold on discussing <laughs> them for right now. It's not funny. It's fucking pathetic. I will say I was very impressed by what we saw of Diablo 4 in the Bethesda and Xbox showcase. Mm-hmm. But let's leave that for another time because I don't know how I feel yet. I'm, I'm still, we still have to know how the negotiations are going. We need to know what kind of internal improvements are happening. The, the union was like fucked over at every opportunity. So, like, do I really want to continue supporting that company? At the same time, now that the devs are unionized, the ones that are are looking to be unionized, that could inspire more. And if the Diablo team unionizes, like, why wouldn't I support that game? So, mm-hmm. I don't know. Still a question mark. We're going to skip that stuff for now. Flashback to a 30-year-old game that I had never heard of before. Uh, it's getting a new thing. So, that's great. Yeah. It's a platformer, so not for me. (laughs) Fort Solace is another sci-fi horror game. It was a cinematic trailer. Some voice actors with good pedigrees, except for Troy Baker, who tried to push NFTs, um, are involved. So great. Routine sci-fi horror game. Like, it, it, it... I don't have much else to say. Stormgate was one of the more interesting games. It's a former team of Blizzard devs who were told that Activision Blizzard wasn't going to do RTS games anymore. Mm -hmm. They were working on StarCraft 2, and that's still a beloved RTS game. And they decided to make their own thing if they weren't going to be able to continue to make RTS games at Activision Blizzard. And here's what they've come up with. Mm. Again, cinematic trailer, so we don't actually know what they've come up with. Um, But I'm intrigued by the idea of a new RTS. Yeah. High water, isometric platformer. Mm -hmm. Cool. Goat Simulator 3. I thought they were on like four or five now. But I guess they're only on three. Well, they actually skipped two. There's no two. I guess it's to be funny. What? There's no two. Really? This is Ghost Simulator, and now they're doing Ghost Simulator 3. That's funny. And <clears throat> I thought I knew what Goat Simulator was. Uh, but when I saw goats with laser eyes and shit, I was like, oh, maybe I don't know what Ghost Simulator is. So maybe I should check it out one day. Sure. I've never played them, but, you know, it looked it was very funny. It was very funny. I guess I'm just, like, not... I feel like it's, like, an offshoot of, like, Destroy All Humans type of game. Yeah. And I just was never into that kind of stuff. That's why, even as much as I could recognize that Goose Game was a really, really good game, yes. I never finished it because, you know... That's interesting that you put that in a similar category. What is Goose Game but a less violent version of... It's chaos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Beautiful score. Hmm. Interesting. Marvel's Midnight Suns. Here's the thing about this. We got a trailer. Yes. But we didn't actually see very much gameplay. It wasn't until someone that we watch on YouTube showed the gameplay of it 
that I fully fucking understood what it was. Yeah, no, I didn't get it at first either. Because, like, these are not games like XCOM and... What's the other one I'm thinking of? XCOM. Is it just XCOM? <laughs> I feel like it was another one. I was just like, I don't understand these games. I've never played them. And funny enough, the, the content creator was Potato McWhiskey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we didn't make that up. We didn't make that up. That's his name. He plays uh, Civ. Yeah, he plays Civ. So we, I've, we've been watching it. Jordan's been showing me his videos for Civ so I can learn. And so I was like, what? Why is he playing Midnight Sun? Like, I was like, oh, why him? And then, like, we saw some gameplay with the card-based system. And I was like, oh, I get it. Or I get, like, why he got access to playing this game and showing us this footage. Uh, and... Uh, I don't... Ah. You're not going to play it. I, I think that's fine. I, no. I, I'll play it for the both of us. I don't know. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. You're like, well, he's not going to play it. I used to make fun of you mercilessly for games like Planet Zoo. Mm, and That's true. Uh, that startup tech one that you like. Software Inc. Software Inc. <laughs> <laughs> and so maybe it might... Maybe. I did, like, the gameplay was was interesting. Mm, okay. Interesting. But it wasn't shown at Summer Games Fest. No. So as far as you know, it's nothing. It, no, yeah. Cuphead, we've been talking about this DLC for years. I'm, um, whatever. It's finally coming out. Okay. On June 30th. The game is so hard as fuck. We didn't get very far. <laughs> we didn't. And I was like, oh my God. A- another game where I just hit a wall. And I was like, this is not... Mm. Why would I do this to myself? Plenty of anime nonsense. <laughs> they did go over TMNT, um, so that was nice. One Piece is apparently getting a game or a, a new game. Great. Don't they have enough content? Damn. <laughs> Ain't they fucking tired? God damn. There's something having to do with Saints Row that I didn't really understand. Nightingale, which is like card-based survival. Two things that I'm <laughs> not particularly interested in. Fantasy? You love fantasy, though? I do love fantasy. Yeah. But it looked, it looked almost horror-esque. Layers of fears. I mean... No. It, based on the title alone. Sorry. I'm a judge of game by title. I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. There was more info about Gotham Knights. We've talked about that already because of that gameplay trailer they released um, a few weeks ago. Yeah. Wasn't looking that incredible, TBH. And the big show-stopping news mm. that we all knew because it was leaked weeks ago is that The Last of Us, which has already been remastered for PS5, is being remade for PS5. And the differences are so slight that... This can be nothing else but a cash grab. I know those devs are tired. I know they're tired. I just don't get it. <sighs> I mean, not when there's also a TV show. It's like <laughs> like they're remaking it for the game to be more photorealistic, which is like a whole debate in and of itself, and I don't care to get into it right now. But it's like funny that they're doing that when also you're going to have a photorealistic 
version of the game on TV. They were literally bragging about how it's the most accurate to game show of a game ever made. Like it is, it's not going to be like Halo, for instance, where, like, where they we take see a lot his of liberties and he's nutting all over the place. <laughs> and you know, that's right. <laughs> it's not going to be like that. It's it's going to be true to the game. So now, if you got the remaster, you can now purchase a new version of the same game with slightly better graphics. And like I understand that the if la- you like, have a PS5. <laughs> like diehard Last of Us fans are gonna eat this up, which they should. Life is so short. You should do exactly what makes you happy. That's right. And not hang on to shit that makes you unhappy. Leave. That, Put in that notice and leave. That that being said, I also understand that like the people who are gonna watch the HBO TV show are like is a different audience. This still doesn't make a lick of sense to me. Again, just to milk money out of people, I think. Whatever. As someone who cares about graphics, genuinely, I prefer games that have better graphics. You're a snob. (laughs) As a graphic snob, this seems so completely unnecessary. And if you have a television that is going to take advantage of this, if you have a PS5 and you've never played this game before, then sure, maybe this is the best way to experience it. If you've already played it before and you've replayed it a bunch or you've replayed the master, the remaster, I should say, then I don't don't quite get why you need to do this. It would be one thing if this was like included for free in a higher tier of PS Plus. But right. It's not. They're like, no, you're going to pay for this. Exactly. So, <sighs> for a big show stopping announcement, it fell very flat. Um, yeah. Summer Games Fest this year was just not, not what it needs to be. Some might say, some younger people might say that it was mid. Let's move on to the Xbox Bethesda showcase, which was the exact opposite of Summer Games Fest in that most of the things I was actually very interested in. Yeah. And it was all gameplay focused. So we got gameplay for all this stuff. We did. We did. And all of these games are coming out in the next year. So they're not, like, announcing things that are three or four years away and getting people excited for no reason. And they're all fucking on Game Pass. They are. They are. I will say that this was actually a good showcase, and really its only shortcoming is that they didn't have someone say, World Premiere. (laughs) They got rid of the World Premiere guy. It's so... Like, come on. It's so Cedric, sad to me. Cedric is so upset. I'm a, I think I'm allowed to be. Sure. Anyway, it was minimal, like, Bullshit. people that are PR people. Yes. It was a lot of devs talking about their games. Love Even it. that part was minimal. They really focused on the fucking gameplay, and that's what I want. I want the gameplay, and I want the nerds who made it stumbling over sentences in front of a camera. That's how I know it's real. (laughs) Between the Sony state of play and this, I don't see why Summer Games Fest was a thing this year. (laughs) So 
Mid. I'll say I, you, I'll say if I care. Jesus Christ. <laughs> anyway, we got more Redfall. We actually know what it is now. It's vampires. I'm excited for it. I'm excited for it with one big asterisk. Okay. Apparently, it has that stupid co-op system where if you play with someone and you're not the host, you don't get progress in your own game. Back for Blood launched that way too. And I don't even think that we realized that that's what was happening. Cause I remember us being confused. Like, wait, I thought we were further along or whatever. Like, wait, well, wait, it's wait. It's funny because for Back for Blood, I didn't care. Cause I just was like, uh, I'm just shooting zombies with my friends. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna assume, even though I am a little bit more excited about this, because I think it's a little bit just more interesting IP, that I'll probably fall into the same thing here. I might red fall into the same thing here, mm. feeling here. Uh, and <laughs> but I still wish they didn't do that. Why do that? Yeah, oh, silly. Well, it that? seems like it's going to be the type of game where they're going to add characters over time, and like that's mm-hmm. going to be the thing. But maybe it's not. Maybe it's a one and done title. I'm definitely going to play it. Uh, but I I guess I wasn't expecting it to be as horror as it wasn't that bad. It was, uh, it, it, it was like Halloween horror. Yeah, it's like close enough where I could see that, but also like there would probably be some jump scares, and I actually did jump scare during the trailer. But for the most part, I I think I'll be fine. Yeah. I think I'll be fine. Hollow Knight Silk Song. It looks really good if you're into this. I'm not a Hollow Knight person. I'm not a platformer, as we all know. But it, it looks very polished. It looks very polished. It looks like if you like Ori and the Will of the Wisps, mm-hmm. then you'll mm-hmm. be into that. It looks good. What Rick and Morty is making a video game. Ugh. I mean, Justin Roiland. It's it's just the same shtick. I rolled my eyes because I was first. like, at first, because I was like, he needs a new shtick and he needs to develop like... One other voice, please. Like, it's one either, other personality. It is just Rick or Morty, and it is whatever. <laughs> and then he's just like slightly iterated to just put that voice in a different character. I was like, please develop a new voice. And I was so annoyed until JB Smooth's voice came on. And I was like, no, like one of the guns is JB Smooth. It's going to be really funny. Now I have to fucking play this. Yeah. I'm like, ugh, but it's just going to be like an episode of Rick and Morty or an episode of. That alien one that who's solar opposite, solar opposite, which I'm fine with. Actually, I think the idea of the guns talking to you has been done before in other games. I'm thinking of Cyberpunk in particular with Skippy. A whole game where that is the hook is funny to me. Sure, I think it'll be fun. I think it'll be fun. I just like kind of needed someone else to make this because I'm kind of like Rick and Morty out. Like I feel like <laughs> the height of Justin Roiland's creative whatever. And um, that's a little mean. I think he works better in partnership with others. Yes. And I feel like it's been a little downhill since that therapy episode of, since the Pickle Rick episode. I'll be honest. Fair enough. That was a good episode. That was excellent. Riot Games is joining the Game Pass Familia. Which is... Not for console. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, no. 
<laughs> no, they said they said not all that much, but you know. But like they're free to play games. So yeah. why are they coming to Game Pass? Because you can get all of the stuff that other people have to pay for for free by using Game Pass. <laughs> That's why. So you get to play League of Legends and Valorant with like all the characters and stuff. There's other games that they have. Um, but those are the only one people care about. <laughs> I think it's actually kind of indicative of how impressive this overall showcase was that mm. this is not like the ground shattering news mm. from the showcase. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is a pretty big deal, it I would is. say. I would be curious to know more about the partnership. Like, is Riot paying to be on Game Pass? Is Microsoft paying for Riot to be on Game Pass? That's interesting. But regardless, if you're using PC Game Pass, you're going to get a lot of bonus stuff for games you might already have for free. There you go. <laughs> um, you loved this. The Plague Tale Requiem gameplay the rack game that made you feel great because what kills me about this is that this is a tale within i guess a series the plague series Mm -hmm. and yeah there was a lot of fucking rats (laughs) and that no i've heard really good things that's i also have heard really good things but like no I need, like, is there, like, a rat? Like, you know how, like, the uh, Grounded had the arachnophobia slider? slider? I need this to have, I don't know what fear of rodents are, but I need a slider for the rats because it was, like, it's too much noises and it, like, and, like, and, like, it's, I can't do it. You're traumatized from living in a place with mice. Ah! Forza Motorsport. <laughs> we got a trailer. I was a little disappointed only because the the soundtrack Jay Z thing that they did was awful, very bad. Uh, but I'm always excited for a Forza game. We're dropping the numbers. It's just Forza Motorsport announced for 2023, and I, quite honestly, I don't give a fuck about it's on Game Pass. It looked phenomenal. I'm going to play it. Like, that's... It's Forza. It's going to be good. It's going to look good. It's going to feel good. It's going to sound good. It's going to play good. I I could talk more about it, but what's the point? (laughs) What's the point? It looked really impressive. I don't think it's breaking new ground. Like, Gran Turismo. I don't need it to. I don't (laughs) need it to. I think Gran Turismo definitely, you know... Who? Beat them to the punch. <gasps> Fine. Fair. Of being like the first next-gen racing sim. Sure. But I, I but I don't think that they have anything to be ashamed of. No. And I just prefer the vibe of the Forza Motorsport uh, whole thing. It's a little bit more chill, a little laid back. Little yeah, like we're not filleting the, the exhaust pipe of the vehicles in this trailer. The way that the Gran Turismo one was. Uh, that it was a lot. Is... It was a lot of car glorification. That's... That is the worst way that you could have phrased that to me. <laughs> I am disgusted. Now I'm just thinking about that guy who fucks his car. You know, I don't remember that, and I am not going to ask any further questions. Microsoft Flight Simulator is due for a re-download. It is 40 fucking years old, <laughs> which, holy shit. Um, and they're adding a bunch of stuff, like helicopters and... What's that dropship from Halo called? Echo 419. Who cares? Get to go to fucking space. (laughs) Yeah. 
I'm I'm excited to to do that. Can you play? I'm gonna redownload. Single, can you play it on the? You can play it on the console, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm here for it. Yeah, absolutely. It's a pelican. That's right. Ego four nineteen. The pelican. Got it. I'm so sad she died. That haunts my life. Oh damn! Now I remember. T- oh, mm, terrible. Terrible. Wow. All right. Well. Overwatch 2 got a big feature. We're not going to dive too much into the Activision Blizzard stuff. I'm shocked that it's going to be early access at first. I just remain steadfast in believing that they should have not announced this game and that it was only announced because of (laughs) the drama going on around the Hong Kong stuff. Uh, My opinion has not changed on that. Keep it moving. Aura. History Untold. Which Big Nick thought was a Civ 7 trailer the entire time. I did. I thought there was going to be a big announcement that, you like, so Xbox excited. bought for access. And, <laughs> and, and Civ 7 is, like, coming to Xbox. No. No. That's not what it was. It's its own thing. It is going to be a Civ-like, um, a 4X game. So I'm sure we'll see gameplay from Potato... McWhiskey at some point. When it's playable. I don't think that it's playable quite just yet. Right. But we did get a gameplay trailer and that was really good. Or at least some gameplay mm-hmm. in the trailer. Elder Scrolls Online is getting some new stuff. Fallout 76 is getting some new stuff. Forza Horizon is getting another Hot Wheels expansion. Which I will say looks better than the first Hot Wheels expansion. The first one was not great. Mm. Just like the physics didn't really work. With the cars and the track, it looks like they learned their lesson, and I'm excited to play this. Good for them. Good for, love, love to learn. Because I was, I was like, oh, what's going to be the? Because it was Hot Wheels and it was Legos. I was like, are they going to do a different franchise? Are they gonna, what are they going to do? So yeah, we know. Ark is coming out. Vin Diesel is still in, in it. it. <laughs> <laughs> the director has not left this project because of him, and. It's going to come out in 2023. It looks to be completely different from yeah. the original Ark, which was a survival game. But we'll want no. to see what happens with that. Scorn looked fucking disgusting. For all the shit we were talking about, <sighs> this was the Ooh. Summer Games Fest gore and stuff. Ooh. This was worse in a lot of different ways. Mm. I'm glad that it was really the grossest thing that we saw. And I don't have anything else to add. If you're into body horror, you should watch that trailer because I think you're going to really enjoy it. Have fun. Flintlock, I'm super excited about. It looked great. It looks almost Assassin's Creed-esque. I'm really excited for other studios to reassess the open world action adventure genre. Mm. And this looks like a prime opportunity for that. Really, really excited about Flintlock. The makers of Minecraft, Minecraft, are making Minecraft Legends. Apparently, it's a strategy spinoff. Lightyear Frontier, say that five times fast. Mm. Farming Simulator. It was the farming in space one. Yeah. It looks cute. Which, it looks like... There's another Death, Sex, and Robots thing it reminded me of. Really? Yeah, there was one where it was like a niggas on a farm and... And mechs, and then they had to kill something because some some alien, some shit. I don't know. It looks it looks very cute. This is the cute version of that. Yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, this looks cute. This looks cute. Gunfire reborn. Mm. The last case of Benedict Fox. Eh. 
As Dusk Falls. Now, this looks interesting. This is a narrative... Uh, it's a narrative... Stop motion. Adventure? With, and this is where it got intriguing. Right, because at first I was like, oh, here we go. Oh, Sundance said a million... I, I, I was like, I don't know, fuck. Where the game's at? <laughs> uh, until. Uh, until they was like, you could play this with up to eight niggas. I was like, what? Eight players. Eight players. That is very interesting it for makes, this type of game. Yeah. It's like, is it like watching a movie? Is it like Netflix Party? Which they had to change the name if I don't remember what they call it now. But it's like Netflix Party, except you're playing with eight of your friends. I'm really curious. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. Game Pass is going to be there. We have eight friends. I have. Well, you need seven friends. Eight total, right? Okay. Yeah. I have seven friends. Hmm. Game Pass. I hope. (laughs) I don't know. Naraka Blade Point looked pretty interesting. It was a melee, like, fighting game take on a battle royale. It kind of, like, gave me... um, Oh, what was that game that you played for a very short amount of time? Uh, basically, you just had to do. You were dueling spell. No, it was yeah the the, the magic one, right? No, it was like the knights one. The knights one. Oh, yeah. Okay, for honor. Yeah. Okay, that's what it kind of reminded me of. I see. Yeah, if for honor was a, a battle, battle royale, royale with an open world. So I mean, hell, it's gonna be on Game Pass. So I'll try it. Fuck it. That's going out soon. Oh, cool. Pentiment. This looked okay to me. I wasn't too interested. Um, it was it was the one that set in like the medieval era or about. Yeah, yeah. Sure. It, fine. Whatever. Grounded's full release is coming. Congrats to them not playing it. <laughs> Uh, because here's the thing, it's not just the spiders, it's all the bugs are too big. So not, <laughs> not for me. It's okay, but I'm happy for y'all. Y'all getting a full release. Congrats. Erebon Shadow Legacy is a stealth platformer. It looked interesting as far as platformers go. Diablo 4, which I did talk about really enjoying the gameplay trailer of. I'm really hoping to resolve my inner conflict about Activision Blizzard before this comes out because if I err on the side of playing and talking about their games again, I'm going to feast with this. It looks very much like the next evolution of a game. I feel like very often we see these numbered sequels that are essentially just elaborate DLC Mm. for what has already come out. And this very much looks like, oh, this is what happens in the year 2022 with Diablo. Right. Maybe I'll pick it up. No. Mm. No, I'm not even going to lie to y'all. See if these... More stuff. Which is great. Ravenlock. Get your little cute adventure game fix in there. Cocoon is being published by Annapurna. Annapurna published Outer Wilds. So I'm a fan forever. And this looks like a really interesting puzzle game where you're kind of like dimension hopping through orbs almost. I'm excited to check it out. Can't go wrong because it's on Game Pass. (laughs) So if I don't enjoy it, then fine. But it looks really interesting. Wo Long Fallen Dynasty. I, I I didn't particularly find this very interesting, but if you're a big fan of 
ancient action adventure type games, I bet this would be something for you to check out. Persona is coming to Xbox, which everyone is very excited about. And means that I will not have to buy it to play it because I did promise Mike from Player Two has entered the podcast that I would play these games or one of them. Have fun. Maybe I'll try one. It's going to be on Game Pass. I might as well, but like, I just don't understand Persona games. I don't either because I've never played one. Well, yeah. But, you know. Uh, Hideo Kojima is making another game. He is. And (laughs) that means it's going to be on Game Pass. It doesn't mean that it's going to be any less nonsensical. I'm bitter over Death Stranding, I have to say. Clearly. clearly. I'm I'm going to hold it against him for a while. Uh, clearly, I don't know. I I, don't know. I, mean, I can't believe yeah. I endured that. That's that's on you, bro. I don't know. That ending so bothers me. Someone there's a there's a <laughs> new helmet in Destiny that looks like a a skull, and there's a gold portion of it. So people are dressing their Destiny people up to look like one of the characters from Death Stranding, and it makes me so angry every time I see the oh comparison. My God. It just makes me so mad. Ooh. <laughs> Jesus Christ, there's a fucking shit grenade. Like, I can't believe it. I can't believe Doo-doo it. Doo-doo grenades. Oh, I can't believe it. On to more important things, the big marquee announcement of the event. Perhaps the most important The most important event. Todd came out to give us a first look at the hotly anticipated No Man's Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs> I can't take credit for that. It was on Twitter. It made me LOL, so I had to introduce it that way. Um, the Starfield. comparison to No Man's Sky is pretty I mean, clear. Niggas was putting up side-by-sides, and I was like, because I was like, hey, it can't be that bad. And people were like, mm-hmm. at least mm-hmm. the space, ex, you know, on the planets, it was like, <laughs> But um, the Skyrim part comes in that it's narrative, in that your character doesn't talk, and will have to awkwardly stand in front of people as they gesticulate and say things at you. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, there's maybe a thousand planets that you can check out. And the ship stuff. I was like, oh my God, Star Wars Squadrons is in here too. That's crazy. I'm, if this is going to be how I experience a Skyrim game, I'm not upset about it. Mm-hmm. I'll say that. That's how I'm, I'm, I'm still excited for the game. Uh, even though really, I don't particularly like a lot of Bethesda stuff, to be honest, but I'm, yeah, I, I'm excited. I didn't know what to expect from this, to be honest with you. I'm not a huge Bethesda person in general. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed Deathloop, but that's not Bethesda Studios. It's just published by Bethesda. I don't have the reverence for Skyrim that everyone else has because mm-hmm. I didn't plunge a thousand hours into it in my formative years the way that a lot of other folks did. <laughs> right. I think I have a much more... Um, grounded perspective on what I saw. Namely, that the combat looks awful. (laughs) Okay. I I don't think that that's a strong suit of those games. Mm, That's fair. I don't know that there's a shooting game that I really, really love because in part, I've really been spoiled by Destiny, to be honest with you. The Mm. gunplay in Destiny and Halo, like Bungie is just at the top of their class when it Mm -hmm. comes to that. Even other looter shooters like The Division, I felt like had really, really interesting gunplay. 
And frankly, this didn't look very interesting to me. And it didn't look particularly futuristic either. However, However. I, I think that there's something about it that really grabs me that for other people was a turnoff. And I think that, okay, we're not getting a super futuristic version of what this future looks like. Maybe that's because it's going to be a little bit more grounded in reality. Like, mm. I doubt that in the real world we're going to have, you know, gravity guns in a thousand years. <laughs> that may be theoretically possible in a thousand years, but what is the utility of making weaponry like that? That's just fanciful, you know? Yeah. There, there probably isn't a reason to change artillery all that much in the future. And so I'm just curious... Is it going to be just regular guns? Is it going to be like a more in-depth combat system with multiple types of weaponry? Mm -hmm. Is combat a big part of the game? Or is it just in these isolated encounters? So like what you need to do to get to the next thing? Yeah. To me, it actually kind of, I think a more accurate description is like space cyberpunk. Yeah. Because like, I don't. Like, I, I started shooting going through it either. again. Yeah, like, the combat is not great. It is kind of just, like, what you need to do to get to the next thing. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, I, I, I agree. I also disagree with the overwhelming consensus that a thousand planets is, like, really bad. Space is not made for people to live on every planet. <laughs> like, yeah. in in real space, most planets are barren wastelands where the only realistic thing is going to be mining colonies and stuff like that. That will be the overwhelming majority of what colonization in space looks like in the future because most planets are not Earth-like in that yeah. way. So that doesn't really bother me that there's going to be a yeah. curated list of planets and for the most part, the thousand planets are going to be, or the thousand systems, the thousand planets, planets. they're going to be, you know, sparse or procedurally generated or what have you. I'm fine with that because I'm actually very interested in the idea of creating my own ship and building my own colony and employing black queer people. And we're going to name it Paris is Burning. Like, that's what I want to do in Starfield. I yeah. can kind of give a shit about How if many... I get to experience, like, new, new, New York City on planet XYZB. Yeah, I think clearly, like, the thousand planets thing was like, look at what we could do in this game. We can make a thousand planets for you to visit. It was not like a please play this game so you can visit all thousand planets. Yeah. Like that, don't. Well, I'm sure there will be an achievement for doing that. Right. And you could feel very special with your little, <laughs> you know, silver <laughs> diamond achievement that'll pop up. You'd be like, congrats, fucking loser. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. <laughs> it does not seem like, maybe we'll do it. And it's totally fine. I'm not, I'm just, I'm just, it's just jokes. Uh, but yeah, I don't think that should be a particular draw for this game, maybe. Yeah. I, I'm, That's fine. Like, who cares? I'm excited for what it told us it was going to be. Yes. I am skeptical that we are going to get all of the things that we are told we are going to get. Frankly, because the Bethesda track record in the past few years has not been that great. No. Like... 
I hope those devs aren't crunching. I can't get over the disaster that was Fallout 76. I don't know how we've like forgotten about that, but they felt comfortable shipping that game. So what is the state of this game when a few weeks ago we have reports saying that devs as recently as last year were worried that it was going to be the next cyberpunk? Like, are we definitely getting this within a year? I know that the point of the showcase was all the games you get to play within a year. So they basically put themselves on a timer, even though they didn't give us a new date. It it needs to be before the end of June, 2023. We shall see. I would be fine if they deleted a full year, gave it the time it needs so that people aren't crunching. It's going to get here when it gets here. I will also say, in as much as I am worried, Skyrim and all those other games that were classics and were also enormous with actual shit everywhere for you to do, I I think that if anyone's up for the challenge of making a thousand planets worth visiting, Mm. it's probably this team. So we'll see what happens. Yes, we will. I'm optimistic. I don't know if I would say excited, but certainly optimistic. I will definitely be playing it. Yeah. It's going to be on Game Pass. It is going to be on Game Pass. (laughs) Anyway, that's the end of the Microsoft and Bethesda presentation. I really, really thought that it was very well done, very well put together. I appreciated all the information, how it was presented. It was a good, solid show, and that's what I want to see more of in the future. Gameplay-focused shows. That's it. About stuff that's coming out. I'm a simple guy. (laughs) Soon-ish. Maybe some gameplay. Right. Fuck. Anyway. Finally, my favorite showcase of the year. I always look forward to a Devolver Digital presentation. Devolver Digital, which unfortunately apparently is not doing that well financially. Very sad. No. I mean, it is capitalism. So it's like, we're not going to make an obscene profit for you this year. We're only going to make a profit for you this year. So so we're doing bad. <laughs> right. God, I hate this. According story. to capitalism, they're doing bad. But um, I thought that they did a fucking phenomenal job. The show this year was a continuation of the narrative of the previous years. It was a roast of the industry in many ways. Love, 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 love that. It was largely a critique of the conglomeration of all these studios and publishing houses. Love that. It was fucking great. It was hilarious. Very fine. They do a great job. I've never walked away from my couch being like, damn, that one didn't hit. Yeah, no. That they haven't mid. missed in it's never been many, mid. many years. Never missed. It's a really good show. You should watch the whole thing, in my opinion. It's kind of like just watching an episode of TV, honestly. <laughs> With some game trailers in the middle. Yeah. And frankly, <laughs> not even that many. I think there were only five. Yeah, but so, who cares? I was entertained. It, I was super entertained the whole time. <laughs> I want to go in reverse order because I think that that's actually the much more interesting way to do it. Fair. Um, skate Story. I am very, very excited about this game. I first caught wind of it. uh, I think the developers showcased it at the Game Developers of Color conference in some some year. Uh, We haven't gone in a minute, but I do like to keep up with, like, who's presenting and what's going on there. Um, This game, it's like you're a demon skating through hell. I don't even fucking care. It didn't look like that. No, but it's just just vibes. And, like, I... (laughs) It's, I know it sounds, I don't know if like simple is the word for it because I do 
sort of think of, been thinking a lot about what kind of work I enjoy doing. And sometimes this shit is just a vibe. Like sometimes you don't need some like super complicated, convoluted story. Like sometimes if you just go for the vibe and you make your shit look really cool and sound really cool, like the music is, is great. It looks interesting. Like, fuck it, I'm in. Why not? That's how I feel about a lot of Devolver Digital titles. To yeah, be with you. this is a vibe. Give me fucking vibes, man. Good vibes are hard to come by, man. <laughs> the Plucky Squire um, is a, apparently a 3D adventure game, but the trailer is super cute. It looks like it's going to be a 2D platformer. And then dude gets kicked out of his storybook and into what looks a lot like Andy's bedroom from Toy Story, in my mm. opinion. <laughs> Um, but it just looked really cute. I wasn't super into it at first because, of course, platforming. You're like, oh, 2D platform. And you're like, but three then- dimensions? Oh, <laughs> sign me up. Okay. I don't take much to get excited. <laughs> three dimensions gets me there really fast. Um, Card Shark, which actually is already out, is a very interesting card game that's like about French society. Again, not all these games are for me, but I just respect what Devolver Digital chooses to publish. And Mm -hmm. this looked like a very interesting card-focused game. This is the publishing house that had Inscription, and a lot of people were raving about that. So they know their card games. Mm -hmm. Angerfoot. I don't even know how to... It actually kind of reminds me of like a 3D... My friend Pedro. Yeah, that's a good that's a good way of putting it. Uh, you're just like some angry ass dude who's kicking shit down and shooting people, kicking down doors and blasting motherfuckers. And it was like funny again, a vibe, <laughs> and just like why the fuck not? I, you know, like I I just always feel that way about Devolver Digital. I'm just like they're doing weird shit or publishing weird shit. I'm just like. Fuck. All right. Cool. When does it come out? Yep. I completely agree. I'm here for it. Finally, Cult of the Lamb got an official release date, and it's pretty soon, August 11th. This is some devil-adjacent stuff, but very funny. And cute. It looks super cute. (laughs) You know, imagine if the cutest lamb that you knew was running a devil-worshipping cult that did animal sacrifice. You know, like... You know, you know, whatever. Basics. I'm excited to play it. It has components that almost look like Stardew Valley, like mm. the farming <laughs> kind of stuff <laughs> that they've got going on. I don't know. It just looks super cute and really interesting. I'm excited about it. It's coming out August 11th. So hopefully I'll be able to play it right when it comes out. If I can't, I'm sure it'll make its way to Game Pass. Like this a lot of be other. A, I'm curious for this type of game. Games. Are you gonna do play uh, PC or console? Console. You do console for this. Yeah, yeah. I, there are certain PC focused games that I really don't ever want to play on console, like Sims. But the Stardew Valley type stuff, I didn't natively play them on PC, so they're mm. not PC games to me in my head the way that for some people they are. Mm -hmm. So, anyway, that was a lot of us talking about a lot of gaming showcase stuff. And at least it didn't have to be broken up into two parts. So, I guess we can thank E3 
crumbling for that. <laughs> and frankly, Jeff Keighley having an ass show because <laughs> we saved a lot of time being able to zoom like, through well, that one. This was shit. It wasn't very good. <laughs> so sorry, Jeff Keighley. Uh, maybe next year. Maybe next year for you. Um, but we appreciate you tuning in. We don't know what we're going to do yet, but it's the 100th episode. So we're going to do something special. Something special. Maybe I'll put some fun sound effects somewhere. If it's only that, that would be the most boring. Could you imagine? Celebration of 100 episodes. (laughs) Anyway. Anyway. We'll see what we come up with. In the meantime, we appreciate your support. Thank you very much for tuning in to this episode of Gamer Friends. We appreciate you. We do. Thank you to all of you. A special thank you to our patrons. And links, as always, are in the show notes. Tell a gamer friend, and we'll be back with our regularly scheduled programming. Sue? Deuces. Good night.